We all have bucket lists. As a lifelong sports fan, mine is full of tons of different sporting events and venues, from the NBA, NFL, Olympics, and beyond. However, my greatest bucket list item is something I want to share with the world and fans like me. What if you could attend a home college football game for all 130 and counting FBS programs? Seems crazy, right? Join me, your host, Bobby Wilson, as I take you along for the ride to see all the FBS venues and more. This is the TNT College Football Podcast. Hello, everyone. Welcome to the very next episode of the TNT College Football Podcast. I'm your host, Bobby Wilson. Glad to be back on. Hope everybody's doing well tonight. Hope everybody is staying warm. I know that there's uh, some issues all over the country with uh, uh, very severe weather. Where I'm at, it's negative 10 degrees. Um, So no fun, obviously. But I'm here to continue my my bowl breakdowns for the 2022, or 20, yes, 2022 college football bowl season. So uh, I'm going to continue tonight with the Independence Bowl, which is taking place Friday, December 23rd in Shreveport, Louisiana, like it always is. Um, This year has the Louisiana Raging Cajuns against the Houston Cougars. So a little uh, home home uh <clears throat> home state team in louisiana you know that they're uh, they got a bit of a rivalry with louisiana tech who uh whose stadium they will be playing in um for this bowl game but as i always do i do a little bit of a breakdown of each bowl game from the past uh, the independence bowl was started in 1976 so it's one of the older bowl games um to say the least. The very first bowl um, was in ni- 1976. Like I said, McNeese State defeated Tulsa 20-16. to 16. And then we can kind of go down the line um, with some pretty, bi- pretty big games last year. Um, pretty big upset. UAB over number 12 BYU 31-28. Um, in 2019, Louisiana Tech blanked Miami. Um, and uh, handful of other years we've seen some marquee quarterbacks playing in this game looking at uh some former mvps from this bowl um gary kubiak uh quarterback at texas a&m who is now a uh, famous coach um, he won it in 1981 1987 quarterback chris chandler from washington he went on and had a nice nfl career um, 1989, Oregon quarterback Bill Musgrave, another coach. Um, 95, saw LSU running back Kevin Falk. Um, tw- 2001, saw Iowa State quarterback Seneca Wallace. 2002, saw Eli Manning from Ole Miss. Um, 2005, saw quarterback Brad Smith from Missouri. Um, John Parker Wilson, quarterback from Alabama in 2007. Um, then 2014 South Carolina wide receiver Farrell Cooper 2018 Duke quarterback Daniel Jones and then last year for BYU was running back Tyler Algier so some uh, good company in this bowl Uh, like I said it's been around since 1976 so there is uh, been quite a bit of uh, talented teams playing in this bowl game so of course, we're going to look look into both the teams playing uh, in this game. 
Louisiana Raisin Cajuns entered the game at six and six, four and four, uh, in the in the Sun Belt. Um, to start the year, they were the preseason favorite in the West, but they they lost a ton, including their coach. So it was kind of hard to gauge what they were going to be this year. They had the nation's longest winning winning streak entering the season. Um, they started off beating FCS opponent Southeast Louisiana twenty four to seven, beat Eastern Michigan forty nine to twenty one. Then they got their first loss of the year at Rice, 33 to 21. Lost to rival ULM in Monroe, 30, uh, 21 to 17. Lost to South Alabama, 20 to 17. Uh, won at Marshall, 23 to 13. Beat Arkansas State, 38 18. Lost at Southern Miss, 39 24. Lost to Troy, 23 17. Beat Georgia Southern, 36 to 17. Lost at uh, number 19, Florida State, 49 to 17, and then one at Texas State, 41 to 13. So a bit of an up and down year for Louisiana, but with the turnover that they had this year, um, from the playing and coaching standpoint, you could kind of see it coming. Uh, but nonetheless, still a good season to get to a bowl game. Um, average 27 points per game, give up 23. Uh, average 224.9, uh, basically 25 yards passing, 225 yards passing per game. Average about 143 rushing yards per game. Give up, give up about 219 passing yards per game and about 142 rushing yards per game. So now we turn to the Houston Cougars, who went seven and five this year, five and three in the AAC, and they were a trendy pick this year to be the. Uh, the G5 representative in the New Year's Six. So um, maybe a bit of a disappointing year for them, but from an offensive standpoint, they were very, very efficient. Uh, defensively is where they saw some struggles. Um, they opened the year winning at UTSA 37-35 in triple overtime. Turned around the next week, lost at Texas Tech 33-30 in double overtime. Lost to Kansas 48-30. First off, I got to give them credit for playing a tough non-conference schedule. Hats off to them for for playing a tough schedule there. Beat Rice 34-27, lost to Tulane 27-24 in overtime. Won at Memphis 33-32 in one of the biggest comebacks of the season there. Won at Navy 38-20, beat USF 42-27. Lost at SMU 77-63 in one of the uh, most bizarre games that you would ever see. So many NCAA records were set in that game. Uh, total points. Um, just just an amazing performance. School records about all over for both programs. Uh, defeated Temple 43-36. Won at East Carolina 42-3. And then lost to Tulsa 37-30. So looking at some of their key stats. Average 37 points per game. But give up... Uh, nearly 34 points per game 321 yards passing per game 143 yards rushing they give up 286 passing yards per game and 144 rushing yards per game so obviously houston can take care of it uh, passing the football they run it well enough as well but defensively is where they saw their struggles this year especially against the pass but looking into uh Back into the Louisiana Raging Cajuns, their all-time record in bowl games is five and two. 
um, looking at some of their all-conference guys. First-team all-sum belt picks, defensive lineman Zion Hill-Green, defensive back Braylon Trahan, punter Reese Byrnes, and uh, returner Eric Gare. Uh, Second-team all-sum belt picks, linebacker Andre Jones, and linebacker Jordan Quibido. And then third-team all-conference uh, wide receiver Michael Jefferson. So looking at some of their key guys, quarterback Chandler Fields is now the guy after uh, starter Ben Woolridge tore his ACL towards the end of the season. But Fields had uh, 954 yards, 10 touchdowns, 4 interceptions, uh, started the last two games to end the year, and a couple games in between as well. Uh, running back Chris Smith, 579 yards and 3 touchdowns. Wide receiver Michael Jefferson, 51 catches, 810 yards, and 7 touchdowns. Uh, linebacker Jordan Quibido had 93 tackles on the season. Safety Braylon Trahan had 72 tackles and 4 interceptions. Um, then defensive lineman Zion Hill Green, 42 tackles and 7 sacks. Then linebacker Andre Jones, uh, 48 tackles, 6.5 sacks, but he is skipping the bowl game to prepare for the NFL draft. Uh, then some of the key stats for uh, Louisiana, they're fifth and then fifth nationally in block kicks with five, 14th in block punts with two, uh, 33rd in first down uh, defense, only giving up tw 226 first downs on the year, 27th in net punting at uh, almost 41 yards per punt. So pretty good special teams um, for Louisiana, 11th in interceptions with 15, 7th uh, in punt return yards at six, just over 16 yards per return. They're 36th in scoring defense, only giving up uh, about 23 points per game. And they're 20th in turnovers gained uh, with 23 on the season, but they also turn the ball over a fair amount themselves. But Louisiana, uh, very good in the on the special team side of things blocking kicks blocking punts returning punts net punting uh, so an advantage there for Louisiana on the special team side of things um, then looking at Houston all-time they're 12 16 and 1 in bowl games uh, their first team all-conference guys in the AAC wide receiver Nathaniel Dell Offensive tackle Patrick Paul, offensive guard Cameron Johnson, quarterback Clayton Toon, and defensive lineman DeAnthony Jones. And then second team guys, cornerback Art Green and safety Javarius Owens. And then key guys for them, of course, Clayton Toon, 3,845 yards passing, which was seventh nationally, and 37 touchdown passes, which tied for second nationally. His big game at SMU in a loss had 527 yards passing and seven touchdowns. He also added 491 rushing yards on the season, which led the team, and he had five rushing touchdowns. Looking at uh, star wide receiver Nathaniel Tank Dell, uh, goes by Tank, had 103 catches, which was third nationally, 1,354 yards receiving, which was third nationally, and 15 touchdown receptions, which was tied for first. Um, so just a tremendous season from him. Uh, All-American honors in some in some uh, avenues. Uh, true freshman wide receiver Matthew Golden, 567 yards receiving and seven touchdowns himself. He will have uh, 
big shoes to fill when Dell leaves for the NFL after this year. But props to Dell and Tune for playing in this in this bowl game, especially Dell because he could definitely sit out, um, not risk injury. But props to him for for playing in this game. But Golden is going to be the guy moving forward. Uh, defensive lineman DeAnthony Jones, 35 tackles, six sacks, three forced fumbles. Cornerback Art Green, 41 tackles and two interceptions. And then safety Javarius Owens, 51 tackles and two forced fumbles. And uh, some key numbers for Houston. Obviously, I think you we can all uh, assume that they're going to be offensive related. 13th and third down offense at 47.5%. Uh, 15th and fourth down offense conversion rate at 65.2%. They're 15 to 23 on the season. Ninth in completion percentage at 67.4%, which for how many times Clayton Toon throws the ball, that's pretty darn good. Um, 34th and first down offense at 284 first downs on the season. Not too shabby on for Houston either uh, in, the sh in the special teams department. 18th in kick return yardage at 22.5 per return. They're 12th in net punting at uh, 42 yards per punt. 6th in uh, passing offense with 321 yards uh, per game. Uh, 12th in punt return yardage at 14, just over 14 yards per return. Um, 21st in red zone offense, converting at 89.7% of the time they score in the red zone. 13th overall in scoring offense at just over 37 points per game. And then a top 20 offense for total yardage, 20th in the nation at almost 464 yards per game. So obviously you hear some of those stats and everything and uh, the fact that uh, the Two key, two key guys for Houston and Clayton Toon and Nathaniel Dell are playing. Um, uh, looking at the spread for this game, Houston is favored by seven um, on Thursday, December 26th. Uh, the over-under on this game is 56 and a half. Uh, Louisiana isn't known for their offense and scoring, but with how subpar Houston's defense has been this year, there there's definitely a possibility for Louisiana to make some noise, obviously they're playing this game not too far from their campus. They could have a good crowd show up, so they could have some momentum there. Um, but the offense, uh, especially the key guys that Houston's bringing to the table, I think it's going to be a little too much for Louisiana to handle. Um, I expect we we should definitely see Clayton Toon break the 4,000-yard mark on the season, potentially 40 passing touchdowns. Uh, Nathaniel Dell, it'll be really interesting to see uh, how many receptions, yards, and touchdowns he gets if he's able to get to uh, especially break the tie for uh, touchdowns that, since he's tied for first. But uh, it'll be interesting to see how that goes. But I just think it's going to be too much offense from the Houston Cougars in this game, so i got to go with Houston. I, and I honestly think they will beat the spread of seven in this game personally. But as always, thank you guys uh, for tuning in uh, to these episodes. It's a ton of fun to be able to sit down and break down all these bowl games for you guys. Hope you guys enjoy it. Um, feel free to follow me personally on Twitter at Coach underscore B Will. And as always, follow the podcast Twitter account at TNT College Foot One. Like, subscribe wherever you're listening to this podcast. Um, it'd be greatly appreciated. And I uh, hope everybody's doing well again. Stay warm. Uh, have a good night. God bless.